Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on The Fan while you were sleeping. We started the show a long, long time ago. Talking about the Mets and how important a series this is for them. I know it's early on. I know it's only seven games. But at home, home opener today, 1 o'clock, Tyler McGill on the mound as they take on the Marlins. At home, coming off that ugly series in Milwaukee where they got swept, all the reasons why the pitching, the offense, the bullpen, the fact that they didn't lose a series last year until mid-May, the fact they didn't get swept until September, those are both out the window, series two of this year. The fact that the Braves don't lose yet again, 6-1 and one on the young season for Atlanta. Mets three games back already at 3-4. and four. It's an important series. The way the Mets schedule coming up shapes up with the West Coast trip. Taking on the Braves, too, at the end of the month. It's an import, very important series at home against the lousy Marlins team that the Mets just need to stabilize here, restore order, and calm the nerves of everybody in this town that are concerned about this team. And it's not that everybody's overreacting, but when you think about what has happened, Quintana out, Diaz out, Verlander out, now Narvaez, and we'll get to Alvarez in a second. You know, just a lot, and not to mention Carrasco getting beat up, Scherzer not looking dominant at all. The Mets already dipping into number six and number seven as far as their starters go. The offense struggling. There's a lot there to look at and say, oh, this could go sideways in a hurry. Now, it's also important because Francisco Alvarez, who will be up with the big club due to the Narvaez injuries, he's put on the IL and will be out eight to nine weeks. And while Alvarez may not be in the lineup on opening day today, or opening day at City Field, I should say, today, he will be getting playing time. He's not going to come up here to sit. And this is a guy who has high expectations, right? All the hype about being one of the top prospects, the top prospect. 
And he came up last year, thrown in the fire, and failed. Then he had an opportunity in spring to go out there and win the job, like Anthony Volpe did for the Yankees, and he failed miserably. Alvarez did not hit at all. Now, out of necessity again, with the injury to Narvaez, he gets a third opportunity. And this is one that he could make stick. If things go according to plan, Alvarez won't ever be going back to the minor leagues. And I think that's the attitude he has to have is that once you get out, you know, he's up here for whatever reason, whether he earned it, whether it's out of necessity, you force the issue and you make sure you don't go back down. And he could be the impact bat that the Mets need in addition to the first four in that lineup. Not saying it's going to be right away, but he could be that guy. So there's a lot going on here with the doubt or question marks around Scherzer and the rest of that rotation, the question marks around the lineup, Alvarez being up here, the team in general in a little bit of a funk, losing three in a row. Not a big deal. It's only three in a row. Yeah, it's all they did last year. That was the worst losing streak they had last year, and it didn't happen until you know, September when they got swept. So it's kind of uncharted territory for the Buck Showalter Mets. Under 500, first time since 2021. Even at three and four. Still, it's not something that has happened. This is an important weekend. If you lose somehow this series to the Marlins, and I don't think they will, but if, if, what if they lost this series, panic will set in. Come Monday morning, 877-337-6666. We also touched on Anthony Volpe's struggles. You know, all the hype, all the excitement around him. He's off to a slow start. What could that mean? If Josh Donaldson has to go on the IL, does Peraza come up? If he does, does that mean Volpe gets moved? I doubt the Yankees are going to do that this soon. They'll ride out Volpe a little bit here. But you know one thing, Glaber isn't going anywhere after his hot start. So you got Glaber Torres with a red hot start, Anthony Volpe with the cold start, And with Donaldson potentially being injured here, again, we'll find out, I guess, today if they're going to put him on the IL or not with whatever hamstring he's dealing with, whatever issue he's got uh, with the hamstring he's dealing with. Um, We'll find out what type of move the Yankees make. Could just call up Brito and have him start, which I would think would be the likely scenario. And what does that mean for Donaldson? Donald's getting a big opportunity here. Everybody talk about it. he's going to have a big year. Boone in particular. Oh, J.D. going to have a big year. Not off to a good start at all. We also mentioned the Rangers in the postseason, the Knicks in the postseason. What else did we do? Oh, yeah, we talked about TV shows and Veal Parm. I don't know. It's been a five-hour show. You know what? We've talked about a lot of different things, some of which I don't even remember. But you know what? In case you miss it or if you care to go back and check it out, free Odyssey app does it every time. 877-337-6666. Kevin is calling from Queens. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, sir. I guess that the sport guys are not playing fair with us. Who? The sport guys. They're not oh, playing the sports fair. gods. Yeah, no, the sports gods, they're nasty. No, no, listen, listen to this one. First, they're taking um, Edwin Diaz for a whole entire year. Now they're taking Salakara for, for who knows how long. Well, I mean, well, that has nothing to do with the sports gods. That has to do with the the radio gods, I guess. And I'm, I'm going to be, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I'm going to be doing uh, next week majority of evenings and probably evenings after that for a little bit. Yeah, brother, but um, you don't understand. <clears throat> Maybe you don't know how valuable you are, but you are the energy of the overnight. Like a lot of people, like 
they 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 keep on, on working like on on, on pace because because of you and, no. and Marco and, and, and Mike, you know? No, we have fun doing it, but that's not true. I mean, the overnights yeah, will be just I, fine without me. I wish you, no, no, you'll be missed. I wish you well, but you got to make the money, brother. So we got to, you know, we got to understand. Got to make the money. So. Well, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, the money's got nothing to do with it. I mean, this is, you know, just just filling in for, you know, Keith when he goes on paternity leave. That's all that is. Federico, yeah, congratulations to Keith. I'm so yeah. happy for him, man. Me you know, too. So before I get to my point, um, I want to I want to let you go with uh, uh I want to let you go to um to your um daily routine because it's gonna be hard to talk to you, man. Like um at that time, um keep the sketch is kind of tough because um I'm kind of like working, you know. So what but, do you mean um, you're not gonna call me either? What am I gonna do without you guys? I will. I will. I will call you. I'll find a way. Yeah. Thank but you. Listen, listen. I've been. Um, since we talk, since you guys were talking about sponsorship and stuff, I, I've been kind of like getting these uh, nicknames ideas for for your shows. For example, your show. Uh, since you, since it's you, Marco and Mike, I call it the the Overnight Foundation. Hmm. And then, like uh, like the Heart Foundation. It, it kind of like that, you know. Do you know and what the Heart Foundation is? Are you familiar with that? Yeah, Bray Hart. Yeah, there you go, um, Jim the Anvil. And, right. Yeah. Uh, the British Bulldog. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, the British There you go. All right. Yeah, you're up on yeah. it. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then Natalia's father, I forgot his name. Yeah, Jim the Anvil. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Owen Hart. So sad, man. I was watching that um that day I was watching it when he fell. Oh no. Uh, why did he get to bring it there, Kevin? I was a BWW uh, WWE I being still. Yeah. I'm still a big fan. But listen, I bet you you don't know who, who's the high-energy crew. Yes, I do. High-energy was Coco Beware and Owen Hart. Oh, no, no, no. no, Owen, no, no, no. Uh, Owen Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the radio, the radio group. The radio, oh, what do you mean? It wasn't, a, it wasn't a tag team? I thought we were talking about wrestling here. Come on, Kevin. Stay no. on one topic, will you? No, no. Because <laughs> we got in between. The high-energy crew is Paul Rosenberg. Tommy Lugie and Ryan McCain. When you get those three together, man, it's <laughs> like drinking Red Bull. When have you seen Red those Bull. three together? They Sometimes they get together. I huh. listen to them. Oh. Sometimes they, on my way to work in the afternoon, on the, 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 the radio stuff. Hmm. Come on, I listen to all of you guys. You know? And that's what I, I always tell you. I got my top five shows and my, my overnight show is you guys. In the morning, Alan Jerry and Boom and Gio and then I cannot listen to Tiki and turn Whoa, 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 whoa. Kevin, come on. I mean, you, all right, let's talk about sports here. Let's not insult my colleagues here, please. No, no, no. I'm not insulting nobody. No, you're putting me in a bad predicament. What am I supposed to say? No, no. I say my, 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 my shows, my, my, my sports shows, I'm talking about my selection. Right. I'm not I'm insulting anybody. I say my favorite shows when they... From the right, you know, from the radio station. No, because what I know, what I heard was that you said you loved me, but you're not a fan of BT. Is that accurate? No, 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 no. I say I don't get the time because at that time I'm resting, I'm sleeping. Oh, I thought you said Sal, you're great, and BT is not. Is what I thought. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm a big fan of Tiki Barber since he was a giant player. Right, of course. No, Tiki, of course. Remember those times, Tiki Barber from the Giants versus Martin from the Jets? Yeah, of course. The battle of the running backs. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what really shocked me? I didn't know Tiki Barber had a twin brother. Yes. Yeah, Ronde. 
I said, what in the name of God, Tiki is doing with a book in his uniform? And then somebody said, no, that's Ronnie. I used to hate him because he was so good with the box. And thanks for the call, Kevin, I think. Uh, I used to hate him because he was so good with the box. I hated those box teams because they used to beat up uh, on my Falcons. Anyway, we appreciate your support. Everybody at the station, every show, especially the high-energy crew. Hector's calling from Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? What's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Sal, Kevin nailed it, man. You are the energy of the overnight. So I don't even know why you try to downplay it. You, you know it. You know it, brother. We we need you on the overnight to stay up. I know yeah. I oh, look. I mean, right. I, I'm, I don't even well, want to get into this. Man, what do you guys think? I'm going to be doing this forever? I mean, no, come on. No, no. I know. You know You know how I feel, Sal. You belong 10 to 2. No, 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 no. Stop. Stop I, with that. I don't, I don't want to talk about know. this. I don't care that you scared that of the other guys. I don't want to talk care. about this. Let's it's talk about sports. Scared. Okay, 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 okay. okay. We're going to talk about sports. Relax. And and by the way, you could just if you want to just tell me, Sal, you're great, and I love your energy. That's it. It could end there, and I do appreciate it. And obviously, you you know, I talk to you all the time. We have a friendship off the air as well. You know, okay, I get it. I mean, I know I'm good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't need to talk I'm about good. it. Okay, Sal, you stink. How about? Because what I heard again from you, if I'm not mistaken, similar to Kevin, you were like, Sal, you're great, and I don't like BT, and I don't want. Why do you guys keep saying that? That's not right. I didn't say that exactly. Mm. All right, good. You know, let's let's get to your. To me, let's get to your Mets point. You was about to give me a truck. No, right? let's get to your Mets. I'm just messing around. Let's get to your Mets point, please. Yeah, we're just messing around. <laughs> Allow me this, Sal. You're not gonna understand this, but I got a shout out my boy Brandon, who's always up and listening, who loves your show, who's been asking any of us that call your show to give him a shout out. Everybody refuses to. So shout out to you, Brandon, for li- for being a good listener and for loving my guy Sal. But anyway, Sal, oh Sal, your daughter, man, God bless. That was such a beautiful picture. And you know what I loved about it, Sal? I hope you don't mind and your wife doesn't mind that I retweeted the picture and I said, her expression is exactly how we feel right now about all this buck nonsense. Annoyed. At least that's what I thought. She looked. What little- do you, what do you mean? She did look annoyed, which is why I tweeted that out, saying that there's no baseball to react to today, and I'm disappointed about that. Why? What is yeah. your issue with Buck? Now, this whole Alvarez thing is driving me nuts. Why are we bringing this kid up here? And so far, we don't know yet what the lineup is going to be. The report is that he's not going to start on Friday. That is ridiculous to me because then that means that the kid is not going to start on Saturday because there's no way in heck they're going to let him catch Kodai Singer. Why not? I know they're not going to leave. Sal, I love the kid. There's no way. They are not catching Nito, Tomas Nito, in both games. I I would have loved that. Sal, but listen. What do they keep telling us about the kid? That he lacks his defense, right? I've been watching some of these minor league games, not all of them, and I forget exactly which one it was. And Sal, I saw what they mean about a little bit of his deficiencies. He has a tough time blocking balls in the dirt. Kodai Sang is going to throw a lot of balls in the dirt. Is that how you really want him to come up here? You talk about them giving him a fair shot. I don't feel like they give him a fair shot. They bring him up here. But can you let the guy, I mean, it's not even announced yet. You're saying that he's not playing. You don't know what the lineup's going to look like. I mean, he's coming up here. At- like me, but it's shut up because he rouses up. He rouses up. We see that stuff and we get roused Who? up. We get excited that he's coming up. Mike Puma put out a thing that Oh, come on with Puma. I mean, look, maybe he's right, maybe he's not. But just let's see it play out here. Won. What's the big deal really- if he doesn't play the first two games even? I mean, we're going to go nuts. He's got eight, nine weeks before Narvaez comes back to make maybe his mark. Up here if he's not going to play the first game. 
They bring up Michael Perez. Don't toy with us. Don't try to give us a PR move because you see that we're upset. It's not a PR move. Alvarez is here because they think he's going to help. They got to show me that. Right now, that's what it looks like to me. But but they haven't even given given him a chance to show you. I mean, it's just happened here. I'm not giving them a chance because I don't feel like they're giving him a chance. You don't trust them. That's the problem. You don't trust the Mets. I mean, you know, I'm with you on Buck. I was right there with you pushing for Buck when they got him. I was right there with you, you know, screaming Buck, Buck, Mary Buckmas. Mary Buckmas. Well, I was angry Buckmas right now. Ain't nothing merry about this right now, Sal. And if this keeps going on, Buck is going to start hearing some boost. Oh, will you relax? Come on now. You're going to start booing up because they're three, they're one game under 500. What have they done wrong here? Sal, I'm trying to relax, Sal. But you got to be honest. You know it, Sal. I don't want to be like this in April. I've been waiting all winter for this. I've waited all winter for this team. And so far, in seven games, in the future, seven games, little seven games, where there's still 155 games left, I totally understand that. And I really hope in two, three weeks, in a month, and even in August, September, we're looking back and laughing at all this stuff. You're going to call me. Hey, do you remember in April when you were calling like a lunatic going nuts about Bucks, not giving Alvarez a shot? Look at Alvarez now. He has 25 whole months. I hope that's the case. And I, you know, part of but, me believes But Hector, it's not, it's not even needing to anticipate for the rest of the season or, or months you know out. Why, like, Sal, what, Sal, what would we happen? What would happen all last season? I really didn't believe in the team, and I trusted you and other people, and I started to turn to the point where I went in on the NL East is over with you. Mm-hmm. We went out. To yeah, that you game know, you jinxed them. I know. Yeah, yeah, I jinxed. I remember them. it. The they were doing fine when 20. I said it, and then you jumped on and you sunk them. Uh, yeah, I was I was the final jig, absolutely. So, excuse me now if I'm not going to be as easily convinced otherwise of what I feel. Right, but you're just <laughs> anticipating and expecting, and thank you for the call, Hector, as always, you're expecting the worst. It hasn't even happened yet. If Alvarez doesn't play for three games, whatever it is, then you can call and complain. You're complaining about something that you're anticipating happening. It hasn't even happened yet. That's where the issue is. Not and you're picking on Buck. I don't know why. I mean, because they're three and four. You know, I mean, what what are we going nuts about Buck for? They call Alvarez up. Now, if they called up Michael Perez instead, then I could understand people calling and saying, Sal, what are they doing? They clearly need a bat. They're holding this kid Alvarez down. Why go with Perez? He's no good. That I could understand. But instead, they do call Alvarez up, and you're still complaining it's not in the lineup based on something, some speculation from Michael Puma. And let's just say he's not in the lineup. So freaking what? It's one game. He's not going to play every day anyway. Maybe Nito is scheduled to get this game. Maybe they feel more comfortable with Nito and and Tyler McGill. You'll see Alvarez catch. He's going to get an opportunity here. They're not going to bring him up here and have him sit. They are not doing that. So he will play probably the majority of the time. So before you go nuts, let's wait and see. 
You're going nuts about something that might not even happen yet. Doesn't make any sense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. It is crazy how, you know, two things. One, you look at the Yankees, right? Volpe wins the job out of spring training. And guess what? Yankee fans are excited, but it's still not enough. Well, when's he going to be batting leadoff? You know, it's not enough. He gets the job out of spring. He wins it. They do the right thing because he earned the job, and they give him the starting job at shortstop to start the year. It's not enough because they want him to bat leadoff. And you look, obviously, Volpe has struggled. Now what? If he continues this, Yankees are going to be in a predicament here because they're going to have to figure something out. You can't just let him rot away. You're going to have to send him down. Let him figure it out. Can't have him struggling. Now, we're maybe a few weeks away from that. But still, the fact that he's gotten off to this slow start is at least concerning. With Alvarez with the Mets, think about this. It could have very easily been Omar Narvaez to the DL or to the, excuse me, to the IL. Up comes Michael Perez. Then how would you feel? Instead, it's Omar Narvaez to the IL. Up comes Francisco Alvarez. And that's not enough. Because not just enough to have Alvarez up here. Now it's he's got to play right away. What's the difference if he doesn't play opening day? He'll play this weekend. He'll get some time. He's going to play. They, they called him up for a reason. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Sal. Good morning. You know, before I forget, yeah, you had asked a question the other day on uh, on SNY about if anyone has a landline still or not. Yes. Right. So not not only do I have one, the, the house I grew up in still has the old rotary phone. Nice. So, you put yeah. your finger in it so, and 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 yeah, roll that thing. Down, or, yeah, yeah so turn it down. Right, so if you screw up, you got to start all over again. I feel like so, I feel yeah. like now they make you have to have like I know I couldn't have gotten our cable service without a landline, but 
I never use it. I don't use it. I don't know the number. I don't want anybody calling me. I don't need to call anybody else. Like, who uses it anymore? Well, I mean, I, I understand that because probably 98% of people don't use it. But, you know, if you power everyone out, you know, or, you know, like the Wi-Fi or whatever, the, the odds are you'll have a better shot of still using the landline. So, but, uh, you know, but that's for, that's for another thing. You know, look, the, uh, <laughs> I saw the, 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 heard the update with the, you know, Novartis being out, and I'm like, oh, man, uh, another injury. You know, I'm glad to call up Alvarez, but, you know, it, you know, it makes you wonder, or not be so surprised that when when people come up and they struggle because I mean look at what I mean just just from the, you know the game hasn't even started yet and the expectations like you mentioned yesterday with Volpe already you know maybe backing off the kid you know the it's almost like they they're doomed to fail right from the beginning because they're thrown onto the top of the pedestal right you know right from the the second they sign a contract I mean it's crazy. But, well, uh, a lot of the hype, it could, I mean, it, it gets out of control sometimes. And with Volpe in particular, I do think he's going to be a good player. So I get the hype. Yankee fans are smart enough to know the difference from him and, and maybe the other hype prospects that don't pan out. Although every prospect in the moment is great, right? Gary Sanchez, who actually came up right. and had success. He had success. Right and they, Exactly. Yep. And, and oh, how could he be wrong? He did it. At the, this wasn't spring yep. training. He did it at the major league level. Yep. So he's, of course, going to be a, a superstar. And he wasn't. So we've seen these things happen all the time. But with Volpe, it's very delicate because a young player like that, he gets an opportunity. And then you start to struggle. Now what's going to happen is he's going to start to doubt himself. So you yep. you can't let him continue to fail without trying to build his confidence back up. And if he goes this way, they may have to have a conversation where they got to send him back down. Yeah, but, I mean, which, you know, wouldn't be, you know, that that's surprising. But when, when people start coming up and saying, well, he could be the next Jeter, I mean, what what do you expect? I mean, I mean, come on. Can't he just be his own player and be great at shortstop? Right. No, that, it's terrible. Everybody's Everybody's got to be the next somebody. It's terrible. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, look, all things considered, I mean, you know, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm still glad it's a day game today and everything. But I tell you, honestly, for the next week, I'm, I'm in full hockey mode because I mean, the Islanders had a great win last night, a much needed win, but the the standings still haven't changed at all. So because of that, I mean, I'm, I'm very panicked. There's three games left, and you know, they they got to they, they got to win every single game that they're in. Essentially, your playoffs start now. No, the Islanders playoffs yeah. start now. They got to win these games here. Yeah, absolutely. Two so, reasons because uh, you don't want to you don't want to just get in because you, if you get in and you're the eight seed, you're playing the Bruins. You're likely going home. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you know it's it's going to be a tense situation for the uh, you know for the next week and everything. And uh, you know once once I know that they, they locked up the position, I can you know, relax a little bit until the until the uh, the series starts and everything. But yeah, so baseball um, in my you know it, for me will be on the back burner a little bit for the next week, and then, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, yeah, not yet for me. Baseball's always going to be a focal point, and thank you for the call, Eric, uh, as long as I have that Baseball Night in New York show. Baseball's always going to be a focal point for me, and honestly, I love it anyway, so it would be a focal point. However, once the Knicks and Rangers get underway with their postseason, that takes priority. I mean, that takes uh, that that is the priority. It takes precedent over the regular season baseball with the Mets and the Yankees. And, you know, next week the NBA playoffs get underway. Looking forward to that. The play-in tournament, see, you know, how long that takes. And then you get into the Knicks and Cavs series. 
And then following that, we should have all the locals in hockey. Looking forward to it. I'll be rooting for the Islanders. And I'll keep an eye on the Islanders here to make sure they, you know, you know, see if they could get in as exciting here down the stretch with just three games left. But then it really begins. And I'm rooting for Rangers to beat the Devils, obviously, Islanders to beat the Hurricanes, and then the Rangers to take out the Islanders on their way to their first Stanley Cup since 1994. Eddie in Rockland. Eddie, what's on your mind about Aaron Rodgers today? Aaron Rodgers? Well, I'm looking at it like this, uh, Sal, but but before I get to my Aaron Rodgers thing, well, let me get on Aaron Rodgers then. Mm -hmm. Would you be personally upset if you were Rodgers the time length that it's taken to get this deal done? Would it give a bad taste in your mouth about the Jets or anybody else who wanted you that it keeps on lingering and lingering because they're not going to pay him $59 million like Green Bay is going to pay him. He's going to have to take a little bit of a discount or something. Would you just sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to stay right where I am until the, some somebody who really wants me or comes no, to the he table. Knows, he knows the Jets want him. I don't think it, it has nothing to do with that. He knows the Jets want him. Not willing to give a first-round pick for him, though. No, but he doesn't want to give the Jets to give up a first-round pick, and nor should they. They shouldn't have to. So it's not that the Jets don't want him. They want him. He knows they want him. It's the Packers trying to play hardball here. Yeah, I understand, I understand both sides of it. But as Ryan Rodgers, with your, with your uh, career in limbo, would you take that personally and just sit no. back and just go, you know what, I'll take because you think the Jets are going to pay him $59 million? I mean, they're going to have to figure out what type of contract is going to make him happy, but it's not about money. I'm sure Rodgers is going to get whatever he wants from the Jets. Oh, what he wants. He, wanted, he wants $59 million. That's the contract that he signed a Correct. year ago. Correct. So he's getting it. It's just a matter of how they rework it or who's paying it or how much of it is going to be from the Packers or the Jets. But the Jets are not going to hold this thing up because they're not willing to pay him. Okay. All right. Now, one more thing. Can I get one more thing with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, on BT, you know, I think we, me and you got to help him out. He doesn't have any buddies to go on this biking thing. He doesn't have a bicycle. He doesn't have a bike. Why? What, did, what did BT say he, about it? He talked about this bike thing? Well, he, they checked up on him how he was doing with fundraising and getting everything that he needs, a bicycle, and he hasn't done nothing. He, he took the helmet. Now he wants to give the helmet back because... He doesn't. It's too much work to find somebody to find a bicycle to find the biking out. Yeah, he, he BT came to me and asked me if I wanted to participate, and I said I appreciate the offer, but I'm gonna have to politely decline. And because I was asking him all these questions, when and where, what do I have to do? What's my commitment? Who's providing the bike? He's oh, you got to get your bike on your own. No, thank you. I'm not getting a bike on my like. I'm not going through the hassle. For it. So it seems like a lot of work to me. But, hey, when you're on in the midday and you're one of the leaders of this station, responsibility comes with that. That's one of the advantages I have of being just a lowly overnight guy. I don't have to worry about that stuff. So he invited me, and I appreciate that, but I turned it down. And guess what? I haven't thought once about it. I donated my money. Matter of fact, I did it last night. I donated to Boomer's Charity. for It's for a great cause, of course, but I'm not stressing about it. BT is, apparently. He probably thinks you got a bicycle connection or something. That's why he asked you. He's just everybody he asks has to have some kind of connection so he can lean on it. No, I don't think that that's the case. I mean, BT, and thanks for the call, Eddie. I don't know if Eddie's lying there or not. I have not heard uh, them talking about it, but I know BT did ask, and I appreciated the uh, the invite to partake on his team for the Boomer um, charity um, bike ride. Uh, I'm uh, I, I just. 
Ah, I'll pass. I appreciate the offer. I'll pass. And like I said, if you were to say, hey, here's the bike, here's all the logistics and all that stuff's taken care of, I got enough on my plate. I can't, I'm sorry. I just, uh, maybe be different if Boomer asked me to do what, uh, what he asked BT to do. I understand that's a tough spot to say no. So BT's in a tough predicament. But like I said, there are some advantages of being on the overnight. This is one of them. Eight, seven, it's like the advantage of working on, uh, on holiday sometimes. Oh, sorry. What? You're going to your, uh, we're going to your parents' house on, on Easter? I got to work. I'm sorry. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Kind of back on the fan goal at 5 a.m. The warm up show with Alan Jerry. Finish up with your calls here at 877-337-6666. Fleegs, did I talk to you about this or was this when you were gone that I saw air? Did we talk about air on Yeah, that was my last day. Okay, so we did talk about it. I just saw the commercial again. You're going to go see it soon? Uh, Hopefully. It's always like this time of year now that there's baseball at night. Becomes really tough to go see movies. Now, that's a good point. It becomes difficult to do anything, really. You know I mean? know next week. I think the Mets have a day game one day. Right, that might be when I look to do it. Mets have a bunch of four p.m. games on Saturday. That right? I think is their new plan for Saturday home games. Unless it gets moved for TV, they're all going to be four ten starts. And the Yanks are mo- mostly night games on Saturday. No, 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 no. Unless it gets moved for TV, the Yankees have always stuck with the one o'clock on Saturday. On Saturday, I got to get there. I have my schedule in my bag. There, I haven't. Uh, like, I know there's seven out. o'clock this Saturday, but I don't know if maybe that. Oh, they're in Baltimore, so that might right. be when the Yankees play home Saturday games. It's one o'clock. Okay, and same Sunday usually, right? I just don't like when they. I mean, I know they're going to play at the same time quite a bit, but. It's annoying. I mean, I guess you get it out of the way, and now with these two-and-a-half-hour games, it goes a little quicker. But you're right. It does make it more difficult to watch shows or go to the movies, but you got to see that. I want to see Air. I want I, I want to see the Mario Brothers movie. Now, what is that? Like, what time frame? Why is that coming out now is, is my question to it. Like, I grew up on Mario Brothers in the 80s, so why is it coming out now in 2023? Don't have the answer to that. Still want to see it. And do, <laughs> and do we know... Like, do we know what it's, like, is it based on some of the newer stuff, the whole thing? Like, I have not followed or paid attention to the Mario Brothers since, you know, NES. I know it's evolved. I'm not sure if there's more of a story beyond, you know, Princess Peach gets kidnapped. You gotta go save her from Bowser, right? And this is the Mario Brothers. If there is more story in the later games, I don't know about it. So, and is it, is it too, like, my nephew's nine years old. Would he know anything about the Mario Brothers? Like I don't. Think I, I mean, he... they still make games for the Nintendo stuff, so probably the younger generation is still playing okay. Mario games. All right. I mean, I love that. I, I I love everything about Mario Brothers. I don't know if I would go see that movie. Uh, maybe. I mean, why are you so into it? Just because you love the Mario Brother games? Yeah, it's on? nostalgic. It's probably you know you know have a couple fun. You know, I'm not expecting anything. Right. Crazy. You know, it's cartoon or what's the? Yeah, uh, it's animated. Yeah. Well, I guess it's got to be. The true story. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes they make it uh, the well, different. Well, I think that's, but the movie they made like 20, 30 years ago right. is live action. Right. I don't know if I even remember that movie. What I remember is I know the it show. exists. I have not seen it. 
There was a show with with Captain Lou Albano. That's when the Mario Brothers, uh, the the Super Mario Brothers Super Show or something. That's what I remember growing up on in probably late 80s. Captain Lou Albano was a former wrestling uh, manager. He played Mario in it. Uh, That's, you know, and it was kind of like a a part uh, live show, part cartoon. Anyway, I'd probably check it out. And now I can't go to the movies and watch that. Will you go with your wife to see that? Uh, Yeah, we probably will. Really? My wife... And also, we live like five minutes from a movie theater. So we're happy to go out and just go see a movie when we actually have time together free. I get it. I love going to the movies, uh, especially with my wife. I mean, who else am I going to go with at this point in my life? But I love going to the movies. If I told my wife, matter of fact, I should film that, put a, put like my phone somewhere that she doesn't know, and see her reaction to me asking her, "Hey, you you want to go to the movies this weekend? Yeah, sure. You want to see? Uh, let's go see the Mario Brothers movie." Uh, I don't think that would go over very well. Well, listen, your wife is also now with a two-year-old at home. Right. How often does she get to go see a movie? Those are, you know, special occasions. Right. You can't burn them on the Mario movie. Right. Me, I'm in a different situation. Me being the selfless individual that I am and the, the goat husband, maybe I should take my wife to the Met game Saturday, see Kodai Senga's home debut, give her you know, all the food at City Field and all that stuff, and then afterwards see if... Even if we go out to dinner Saturday night, have a nice little night Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe Sunday, before we get the Easter festivities underway, whatever that's going to be, going to you know a relative's house, maybe I say, honey, you know what? Because I care about you, I think we should go see Mario Brothers. Let's. I know how much you love going to the movies. I have an idea. Let's go to the movies, and I'll surprise her, and we'll see Mario Brothers. Can you record this, too, asking your <laughs> wife to go see that movie on Easter Sunday? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. And right, in ten years from now, when you figure out, uh, hey Sal, how'd that divorce come about? These are all the steps. Why? This is what leads to that. Just kidding. Never gonna happen. Love my wife. And I'm thinking about the kind of fun movies when when your daughter starts turning three, four, five. All those fun kid movies you're gonna get to go take her to see. See that I'm excited about. I'm very excited about that. Because I love that stuff. I love watching the, the cartoons, even on Disney. Yeah, I'm mostly joking because those movies, still, like the Disney movies, all the animated stuff, they're great movies. Right? They're all for adults. They're for adults. I love that stuff anyway. Like the movies, apart from the TV shows, the movies are the ones where the adults can sit through. Right. It's the TV shows where it's like, this is garbage if you're not three. Right, and that's the problem, is that we're at a point now where she's watching these TV shows. Although Bluey's not bad. Hey, the show Bluey's pretty pretty good for adults. Um, but the other stuff is just like, and it's on repeat. She watches the same stuff, the Miss Rachel stuff. It's driving me up a wall. It's been two years of this stuff, for goodness sake. I really can't take it anymore. The, the songs are in my head. I want to get to a point where, and I have taught her to watch the Muppet Show, the old school Muppet Show. And she said, Muppet Show, Muppet Show. And she knows all the characters, which is great. I love that because I could actually watch it because I grew up on that. But I think there's a new one coming out like next week or next month is, or something, There is, yeah, the right? Mayhem, uh, what the hell, Electric Mayhem, a, a new show. So I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait till she gets old enough so I can take her to Disney and go on the you know the Muppet the theater thing, whatever, the 3D Muppet Show, Muppet Vision. But... I really want to be able to watch a movie because it'd be nice to put on something for an hour and a half and have her attention with that to something where I can maybe tolerate for an hour and a half as opposed to this just mindless nonsense 
that you have to suffer through as a, a parent. It does make you wonder, like, because they're able to just keep putting out these great movies for kids, like, as long as we can go back, like, 80s, night, all these Disney movies, they're great movies. I even remember TV shows when I was, like, 12 and my youngest sister was three and sometimes you know having to kind of watch her and just thinking like these shows are insufferable and i was still young like to right. just but the movies yeah i can sit down and watch this how how have they not cracked the kids tv code yet yeah if the movies can be that good how have we not found one show that all age groups can say you know what i can sit through this good point the movies are great for everybody the TV shows are just... I mean, I guess when they're... Should at a, this should be like a side project. A very young age, it's hard to find something that is going to be yeah, adult-worthy. And even me, like, sometimes I'll go back, because you can go back on YouTube now and watch anything, and I'll, oh, yeah, I remember that cartoon, whatever it is, He-Man or Shirt Tales, these cartoons that I grew up watching. Um, what the hell is that? A Rock and Wrestling, you know, the Hulk Hogan one I used to love as a kid. Like, you go try to watch those as an adult, and it's like... I can't watch this. This is horrible. How was I into this as a kid? This is terrible. So, yeah, that's a difficult part, too. The movie stuff, once that gets going. Anyway, the, the Super Mario stuff, I guess I would check it out. But, no, you got to go see Air. It's a must-watch. And you haven't seen Creed yet, either, have you? I haven't seen any of the Creed, oh, so that's, that's right. I get, watch forget. You got to get into that. Now, will you be in the Masters this weekend? Well, I know you're oh, more of a no, golf guy. Absolutely not. Oh, you're not a golf no, guy no, at no, all. I, I'd rather watch one of these kids' shows than watch golf. All right. What'd yeah. you say, Miss Rachel, whatever? Put it on. <laughs> no, trust me. Be careful what you wish for. And I like Miss Rachel. Fan of hers. But it's uh, it's tough to take on repeat. Yeah, I can't get into the Masters either. I know it's this weekend uh, you know, taking place. If Tiger's into it, makes the cut, maybe that's a little more appealing. But I'd much rather watch whether it's, you know, obviously the Mets or the Yankees or even the Islanders trying to get into the postseason. I just, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. I'm not – I was into it. Much like college hoops, even. I was into it, and now I just, certain things. You know, single Sal, living in the city, nothing better to do, Sal. Flip on the Masters. And if I'm not betting on it, although you could, of course, bet on it, just go to Superbook Sports and check it out. I know with golf is fun to, to gamble on with all the different odds and things to, like that. You could take long shots and try to win. I just, I don't know. I don't have the, the time for it. Is it always Easter weekend, the Masters? No, right? No, because Easter is what moves around. Easter could be late March. It could be much later in April. Right. The Masters is always, always right first around weekend. Easter, right, yeah. in April. Right. Yeah. And maybe I'll check out the final round on uh, on Sunday. But again, it's Easter Sunday, so who the hell knows what that's going to be like. Being my cousin's house. You know, A couple hours my... after you go see the Mario movie <laughs> yeah, with your wife. Right. Right. A couple hours after I continue the special treatment of my wife this weekend. And take her to see the Mario Brother movie. Well, either way, whatever it is you do this weekend, enjoy yourselves. There's plenty out there now. Go see. I would highly, though, recommend All Kidding Aside, and maybe I'll watch the Mario Brothers, maybe not. All Kidding Aside, I highly recommend making time to go see Air. It's that good. Actually, All Kidding Aside, I probably should take my wife to go see that. I'd watch it a second time because I think she would love it. It's a great movie. I highly recommend it. Anyway, that does it for us. Been a fun Friday show. Enjoyed it. Be back again next week. Like I said, schedule all over the place. Monday, I'll be in at 10 a.m. with Tiki filling in for BT. So stay tuned for that. Thanks to Fleegs, as always, for all his help. Thanks to everybody who listened and called. I appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the baseball today, the home opener for the Mets. And, of course, the Yankees on the road in Baltimore. We'll see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. 
Sports Radio 101.9 FM. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.